some stuff. <laughs> I love stuff. Mm. What if we had a whole podcast where you're like, really? Because I love things. <laughs> stuff and things. Basically, what this podcast. Stuff and things. That's our new podcast, our spin-off show. It's kind of what the show is. I got a thing I was thinking about. Remember how we did a podcast a long time ago where we talked about the hill we die on? Yeah. Like the most petty hill we die on? Yeah. I changed my mind. Oh. I have one. Okay. The song, We Will Rock You by Queen, is the worst song ever. I hate it. Hot garbage. Hot. The hottest. Wow. A fiery inferno of garbage. I hate that song. The clapping thing. It's always that. And then everybody is, is, oh, and it's always at sports stadiums. Well, and that's there's why always I would think that you'd idiot like who's it. offbeat and is clapping at the and you're just like, oh, please. And I don't like everybody sing no, 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 no. I'm anti. Whew, glad I'm, I got that off my chest. <laughs> I'm shocked though, because you're so into sports. Yeah, I know. I'm into the sports, not the you know what? Do that's you not actually like any the of least the my least favorite thing about sports is the oh, it's it was probably what mo- most people's favorite thing is. Like, I don't want to go to a, ba- a game where everybody's, like, cheering. And, uh, in fact, the people who are, like, the diehard fans who get – I just can't get down with it. And anybody who are oh, – I mean, What about the wave? so mad. Are you into the wave? I'm into it. Oh. <laughs> I'm really like, – it, it, there's really no rhyme or reason behind any of this. Is what Strange. you should – the takeaway should be. But uh, people who are, like, crazy fanatics who refer to their – when they talk about a team that they like and they say, like, we – Oh yeah, did there was a study Come though? On. Did you did you read? We probably talked about it like two hundred no, episodes forget, ago so. about how when the team is doing well, people tend to say we, uh, and when the team is doing poorly, they tend to say they. That does not explain they. my husband and his love for the Raiders. They they're three and zero, oh, and they're he's still uh, no zero oh and three zero oh and three. Thank yeah. you zero oh and three, and uh, he still says we. He still says we. And like, right, oh, that's not typical. Like you guys, you you don't even wear the jerseys when you're sitting down and and watching. Right. So I didn't notice that in Pittsburgh either, where it is Steeler Nation. They don't say that. I noticed that it they don't fit with the study. Oh, as I well. see. Because it's always we. Always. Always. And I think it's because my husband knew somebody who played for the Raiders, so it became like a personal connection to it. Like he played Pop Warner football with somebody who then ended up on the Raiders. So, so it in feels his head, like we. it is we because at one point that dude was on his team. Do you Are you familiar with my proximity to the Steelers? This will be fun no. if you're not. Like you, no. Okay. Here's what's fun about Susan. Oh, like one of the many things. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. So for starters, I've never been to a Steelers game, which is very unusual what? in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Never been. However, uh-huh. I hosted a show about the Steelers <laughs> in Pittsburgh <laughs> <laughs> where I was like the woman on the street and I had to interview like crazy oh, for drunk goodness. Steeler fans. This makes me kind of sad. Oh, I loved it. Well, I know you did. Oh. They gave the job to somebody who, I don't know. I mean, hey, I'm at least so there was a woman on the show. Job. Right, correct. Secondly, yeah. I owned a home in Pittsburgh that had been previously owned by Mean Joe Green. Oh, I even know who that legendary is. Legendary Steeler yeah. from the 70s who was in a Coke commercial where he threw the terrible towel or threw a Coke and said something to the little boy. It's like this yeah. famous yeah, Coke I ad. T- yes, I totally know that. The best part of the story is that 
in the house, the bathrooms were black and gold. The toilets were gold. Uh-huh. T- toilets black were gold. gold. Oh my God. You had a Steelers home. I had you a Steelers had... home. And then when I what? went to sell it, we put like a little sheet of paper that said, live like a champion. Oh, what? <laughs> you should have just been playing queen in the background as you were trying to sell the house. Right, 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 right. Right. <laughs> It sold the first person that came to see it. I swear it has, it's oh, because of my that. Oh, God, it is because of that. Because he's a legend, I you know. I believe that. I believe that. Oh, There you go. God. There you go. Welcome. Wow. Good story, Suze. The manager of Incubus bought my childhood home. The manager of Incubus? Yeah. What, the one that I was at the house? Yeah. Uh, no, be, a different before one. that. And then he promised me tickets to their show in Santa Barbara, and he never, never delivered. delivered. And so, you know what? I was like... Mm-hmm. I'm just going to lie to all my friends and make this sound cooler than it is. So I told everybody that one of the members of Incubus bought my house. Sarah! I was 12. What do you think I'm going to do? How do you explain it now, though? <laughs> A desperate need to <laughs> right. raise my stock. My personal stock. Did you then host a show about Incubus but never <laughs> go to their concert? <laughs> that would that's, be the best. That I did have a friend life. who stole their mail for a significant amount of time, hoping that she would pick up something that belonged to Brandon Boyd. Never that happened. is terrible. I mean, she probably did one time. Did that. you know what? It's that like a felony. I'm basically yes. That for. is. I know it's terrible. You should never mess with the mail. And and I will say, like, one way to avoid that would be to use stamps.com. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you, Sarah. Stamps.com is the ultimate way to ship stuff because you don't ever have to leave your house or your desk or wherever you are, and you can ship any size package, any class of mail, any letter, just by printing out the postage from your computer, and you were like, oh, wait, but how would you know like how much that you needed? I'm not a postal worker. Well, you, they send they <laughs> oh, wow. send you a digital scale, so it automatically calculates the exact postage. Lickety split, no problem. It's so convenient. It's easy. It's reliable and efficient. I will never, ever stop using it. That's why I use Stamps.com. And right now, you too can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Brain Candy. That's stamps.com and enter brain candy. Mm. Sarah set me up for that transition. I didn't even mean to. That's I know. We're so, so good at this. <laughs> yeah. Sarah doesn't even know what I'm about to no, say. So that was real lucky. Well, in fairness, you dip. don't know what, about, what I'm about to say. Ever, I anyway. really don't. That's true. As evidenced by the last episode with the 23-inch dildo oh. story. Again, you're welcome. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, okay. I read a story <laughs> about... Uh, the woman behind crossword puzzles. <gasps> it's a woman? Yeah. It's who, like, a woman. Who started it all? Who pretty much started it all. They, early oh. in the 20th century, they had like something derivative yeah. of a crossword. Early in the 20th century. So like I would, I guess early by, yeah. I would say like. What year are we thinking? 1920s, okay, 30s. Okay, okay, okay. Right around then. Okay. And it was like a pyramid shape and you basically just had to figure it out and fill it in it Mm -hmm. wasn't like it is now where everything was interlocked and oh i see you know okay yeah and then she became happenstantially is that a word uh it really does 
It is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she became the editor to make sure there weren't mistakes because they found that people were furious. Uh, I personally have I written d- multiple crossword and puzzle books complaining about she has errors and inaccuracies. She has written the editor to say... Yes, I have. I am not pleased. I apologize for nothing. And I, they I, were grateful. I don't think they were. No, I, they weren't. They, they were weren't. sort of like... They were like, okay. Whatever. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Yeah. They were like, we'll, change, we'll, we'll make sure we update it in our next edition. I was like, what? Apparently the newspapers were getting a lot of complaints if things were misspelled or if the answers were incorrect. Listen, so, if you're the kind of person who's going to do a puzzle, you're the kind of person who will also complain if it's that wrong. That is totally true. Yeah. So she got to be the editor, and then they found that she was super great at coming up with the puzzles. That's so cool. Super cool. I would love to meet wow. her. I don't think she's still alive, but um, she talked about what makes a good puzzle, and I thought you'd enjoy oh, it. This is so fun. <laughs> well, for starters, she said it's critical. Of course, now we take it for granted that you have, quote, all over interlock. So there's nothing that's like sort of hanging off the edge yeah that looks like an extra yeah and like an idea that didn't fit yeah and she said in britain they tend to have those and she doesn't like it she doesn't like it one bit Mm. and then uh she said every part has to be connected symmetrically again something we take for granted now yeah but she basically wrote the book on how these should be laid out and they should look pleasing to the eye in that way and then Uh, she still, at at the time of this article, which it might've been one of those like vintage articles where they're like, Hey, read this from like 1973, but I'm, I'm not sure. But she said that she really likes unifying themes. You know how sometimes crosswords, that is is how I decide whether it's like a good crossword puzzle where the, 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 um, author, creator, Mm -hmm. author of the puzzle. Mm Mm-hmm was smart yeah there's a it theme. is fun when there's a theme and when you my favorite thing are the really long ones when that's there's a what theme. she loves. that's that's the best and i feel like they're like my if i were to write the rules what which i hope is in here and one of the ones i would say is there needs to be just the right amount of like novelty but also it's almost like there needs to be a balance of like i need to think about it a little bit sarah but then it, what you are her a, like spirit animal? <sighs> I think or, I am, or vice versa. Yes, she's mine. Because this is what she said. She's like, it, it needs to be fun yeah. but challenging. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, would you be so kind as to look her name up because yes. my phone's over there. Absolutely. But I believe in saying her name if it's a woman yes. and she doesn't get enough credit. Okay. Um, but she also said that Brits um, unkeyed, which is when they don't interlock all over. And that makes it easier for the person constructing the crossword, but harder for the solver. And so um, she was talking about one example, though, where she missed, uh, she like made a mistake. And she mm-hmm. said the clue was some, the answer was uh, a wooden leg. And the clue had been a reference to somebody that had a wooden leg and she said well we had that person referenced a couple weeks ago so she changed it to the character from Moby Dick oh yeah and somebody wrote in and was very angry it was an eight-year-old boy who had wrote sorry read Moby Dick and said it was not wooden it was a ivory leg or something and so this kid 
pointed out like that she yes. had missed something because like he that. had a, fa- a fake yeah. leg, but it wasn't yeah. wooden. Yeah. And he was real mad. And I love that kid. Uh-huh. That kid, wh- whatever he's doing now, he's invented something. <laughs> there, we, we Thank you for the internet kid who wrote in to her <laughs> right. a million years ago. Right. Okay. What is her name? Do you know? Here's was, why I'm mad. Oh, you can't find it. When I Google creator of the crossword puzzle, Damn it. they credit it to a guy named Arthur Wayne. Okay. Look, search again. And it was in the New Yorker. Okay. So search the New Yorker and okay. it'll come up and we'll name her. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's always they always give it to the fucking. Dog. I was just reading about the woman who. Won- okay, introducing the New Yorker. The, oh no, that's different. I was just reading about the woman who won the Nobel Prize in physics this year. Oh yeah. And they had to create a Wikipedia page for her what? after she won, because someone had tried to make her a Wikipedia page months ago. Because she's an excellent physicist, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And they rejected it and said she wasn't important enough, even though the other two physicists had the Wikipedia pages, oh the men. I'm so mad. <laughs> Everybody's a fuck. I hate Let's everybody. name her, too. Hold on a minute. Yeah. Okay, for did you find the crossword lady? Yes. Tell me. Her name is Margaret Farrar. F-A-R-R-A-R. Okay, good. Yes. And she's awesome. Mm-hmm. And look at that article. Is, she helped is it from this the year? of her youth and currently revered crossword puzzle editor of the Times. And this is from 2018? Uh, this is an article from... Old. Old? Yeah. 1959. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Because when I'm reading it, I'm like, there's no way she's alive and still doing this. But they oh were talking... God. Yeah, it was like a vintage article. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I like Enjoy. that even more. Yeah. Oh, let's put this in the newsletter. Okay, we'll put it in the newsletter. You can sign up on this our website, thebraincandypodcast.com. And the woman that won the Nobel Prize in physics, uh, there's only been three in 117 years, and her name oh is God. Donna Strickland. And she, when she was called and told that she won, she thought she was being pranked, oh. which is a fair assessment yeah. from women. And also, I've heard that from other Nobel Prize winners, too. All right. Well, just it's more but, likely uh, to right, be right, 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 right. Um, well, actually, no. He didn't think he was pranked. He said he knew exactly what the phone call was because of the time it came that's in. That's what she said. But she was like, it's "It was like the early right in the morning." It's like a crazy time that it comes. That phone call comes in. Yeah, because it's done in like Europe, yes. whatever. Yeah, and she said, "I knew that it was the correct day," but she said, "Then I thought it was a really cruel prank." Yeah. Oh, poor lady. And that's how we live our lives over yep. here yes. oh, as ladies. But as a lady, I like a bra that fits properly. Tom, Don't you? I Now I see Yeah. the difference. The eyes are open. The scales have fallen you, from her eyes. I can't wear another bra. Me neither. It, I notice it all day long. And when they said it's the bra that you won't know you're wearing... They were right. Yep. Third love is who yep. we're talking about. Yep. I was ready to ban the bra because I don't like wearing bras. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'll try this. They have the perfect fit for thousands of women who would agree because they have so many sizes, 70. They just added 24 new ones. They have half sizes. They have your size. Yeah. And there's quality, and it feels like you're not wearing one. Yeah. And they just started. They just came out with or launched a 100% cotton bra. Oh yeah, I, didn't I got know that. The, I got the catalog that was delivered to my house. And I, I love you. It. You're it's so great. Cute. I'm like, oh, I'm getting so much good stuff. Um, they are very comfortable and they are tagless 
and they have a fit guarantee. There's a fit finder quiz. Um, there's a perfect bra for everyone. And right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash brain now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash brain for 15% off. So if you were to describe those bras and how much you love them yeah, with an adjective, what yes. would you use? Um, comfortable. Good. Great. Are those considered oh. adjectives? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Uh-huh. Right. That brings Why me... do you ask, Sarah? <laughs> I ask because I just read an article okay. on uh, a ranking of descriptive words, uh, like adjectives, and the rank of their positivity. Oh, okay. So this is on a scale, like uh, a scale from zero being very negative to 10 being very positive. Okay. A thousand people. Now, the only thing is that this study was conducted in Britain, which yeah. maybe would change a little bit over here because, yeah. of course, it's just different. But a thousand people uh, were given a list of 24 adjectives, and they were told to rank them. And it was really interesting, the findings. Tell me. So some things weren't that interesting. Like the, the Can you guess what some of the most negative terms awesome. are? Awesome. No, like negative, like the most oh, negative. I thought you meant like your least favorite positive. Oh, I see. Because <laughs> I hate when people like, say awesome. So what they did is they gave them like all oh, 24 okay. different okay. adjectives, like bad, good, very good, poor, you know, I awful. I would say horrendous. Oh, that's a good one. So the most negative on the whole list was abysmal. That's what Adam always says. Oh, that's British. Because he's British. And I'm always like, I don't even think you're using that word right. Well, according to this study, he totally... They should do this in the U.S. because I want to know. He says abysmal all the time. Okay, 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 okay. 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 Then these ones are right in line. Awful. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Very bad. And really bad. Okay. So which one would you think is worse? Very bad or really bad? Very. Okay, yeah. Would you you agree? uh, you would be right. Would but you say that? I would say that. But here's where it gets bizarre. Okay. Is with the positive ones. Okay. So the rating for great on a scale of, you know, one, zero to ten, zero being really negative and ten being great, or being, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, ten being the more best, positive. Yeah. Uh, great was rated at 7.76, which is below really good. So great, great ranked lower. I don't like than that. Than really good. I don't like it. Which was a 7.78. Did the, they say this was shocking or yes. they were like, oh, this is no, normal? No, they said this was shocking. Okay. And it, it's like they, they couldn't figure out why. Yeah. What do you got? And it said good and bad were also found not to be mirrors of each other. As in good was deemed to be less good as bad was bad, if that makes sense. And they even say in the article... I know it's hard and it like say that again. If, okay. This is their quote. And the, the written in the article says, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it says it, perhaps the most surprising was the rating for great at 7.76. It fell below really good on 7.78 and very good at 7.9, which just seems to be kind of odd to us. Good and bad were also found not to be mirrors of each other, as good was deemed to be less good 
as bad was bad. Interesting. I do get that. So, the, in fact, the mirror of terms such as pretty good compared to pretty bad had a st- similar pattern. People rated the good term less positive than the bad term was negative. What do you which think? Which sounds so weird when you say it out loud, but it's almost when you throw a very in front of it that there's we still are cl- like cling to whatever the root word is. It gotcha. doesn't matter what what except um, with good. Because it's better than great. Because it's almost oh. like adding the word makes, makes it bigger. It, oh, yeah. And what there's no such think? thing as very great. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. So maybe there's the no very, such thing as very great. Interesting. Oh, so very good is almost like you're double. Okay. But I am surprised by the finding. I am. Yeah, it's real. And there's a whole graph that shows it, which I think is really interesting. And I've already sent it to Dalias to be put in the (laughs) newsletter. Good. The most, the top ones on the list, Incredible was number one. Okay. The second one is so British. What do you think it is? Oh. What uh do British people say when they think something's really great, but better than that? Clearly, based on the Um, scale. Wicked? Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, Yeah, I should have guessed that. Superb. Fantastic, then very good, then yeah, really good. Yeah, I don't like this Britishness. Then of it. great, then good, then I've had it good. with those people. Yeah, except for one. Yeah, except for one. Yeah, that's. I want to know what it's like in the United States. What word we would think is like the worst? Mm-hmm. What word would you say is the worst? I had said horrendous. That was my choice. Before. Yeah, horrendous. Abysmal. But yeah, I awful, never use that. awful is. Is pretty good one. Down and I there. suppose they're giving you a rank. They're giving you the the list already. Are so they? So they gave you the set of twenty four words, and then oh. you had to rank them. All right. So it was already a set list. It's basically well, that's a problem. T- <laughs> that's a problem too. Yeah. Let me talk about this though. This is not a transition. <laughs> Don't fast forward, you losers. Uh, you, we've talked about this a little bit before, but I read this really interesting article about the phenomenon of dead moms in like children's oh, yes. movies yes and, and literature and books and well obviously that is literature yeah, yeah. like it's Cinderella, Snow White. yeah no. we usually i think we've talked about it in uh the context of disney yes. but this was you know acknowledging that it's been in greek mythology totally. and wherever forever forever yeah but this was what caught my eye because we all know the examples, Bambi, mm-hmm. oh. you know, and then the more recent yeah. iterations of it. Yeah. But uh, they said that the dead mom, you know how that it used to be then there was a evil, yeah, evil step yeah, has been trope. replaced with what? the hero dad, Whoa. like in Nemo. Oh. Where? Wait, now that I think about it, there are a lot of hero dad movies. Second, and it really grinded my gears, as Sarah said. That's the same thing in Moana. <laughs> I mean, she's not the hero, but it's very clear who's the. Okay. Yep. Okay. Who? What other movies? So it was talking about how, <sighs> like, it even referred to Sleepless in Seattle, which isn't a kids' movie, but we, but we see know. that yeah, hero dad do. thingy, and. Uh, so it, it contrasted it with how in real life, you just say any Tom Hanks movie is this. <laughs> right. He's just like it. the hero. It's just him. Um, in real life, 67% of people that are raising kids are married. Uh, 25% have single moms 
8% have single dads, but half of that 8% have live-in female partners, which you've talked about. Uh-huh, that that is the fe- su- the thing that they do. As soon as, as the soon mom's as- dead, they're like, hey, Kay, next. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of anxiety. And this is not Sarah saying this. This data. is data yeah. that single fathers with recently deceased wives mm-hmm. will usually marry in a, I don't know what the exact time frame is, but it is. Like they're bringing a date to the funeral, okay? It's fast. <laughs> it's not really. And you know what's funny That's when insensitive. you say this? We were watching, and by we I mean my class, my the people in my program. We were in, in class the other night. And we were watching a therapy session from probably like the early 90s where it was and the family was in there and it was a father who has a new stepmom or a new wife and they have a new little baby and they have a, there's a 15-year-old daughter and a 21-year-old son from a previous marriage where the mother passed away. And while we were watching it, the therapist who's, con- you know, conducting the session she's like giving background information and she says something like you know the the mother died in like 1993 and then in 1994 he married this woman and like three or four people around me was like they were like what that was like that he didn't waste any time are you kidding me they got married like like because the months it was like months and i just had this thought i was like oh we've talked about this in the podcast i know what this is and anecdotally, I know it to be true from people who have been in those situations. And yeah. I've heard this and the study show and this therapy session was about that. Which so. it's fine. Yeah. Like no problem with right. it. But it's just an interesting, interesting observation. It's just something we need to like look at. <laughs> Say what's going on here. And so they're contrasting this theme in these movies with the reality that th- this is a very rare yeah. scenario. Yeah. And then it tried to unpack why this might be the case. You need to be making the mom the hero. It talked about, though, how, like, even in Ice Age, you remember when the mom carries that kid in the river, like, to the um, woolly mammoth, and the woolly mammoth puts the baby on its tusk or whatever, its trunk or something. And then the mom, like, fucking drifts off into and sighs, and they're, bye-bye, mom gone forever so they could make a goddamn buddy movie in the ice age like even even in that story that mom could have got on that tusk yeah but they were like she's inconvenient we need a buddy movie and so they got to kill that bitch off dude and so then this is the thing it says that disney prefers and this is like historically untethered frivolous women and replaced mom with Mickey. Like Mickey's the nurturer. Mickey provides you with your emotional what support. I know, okay, it's got okay, real dark. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sarah's yeah, like, whoa. Like, I feel <laughs> like this breaks. is... Okay, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <sighs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, oh my God, this is... There's so much to unpack. Where well, do I even start? Okay, well, I mean... The, I just what? think about who's creating these. No, go ahead. I'm just saying while you unpacking your brain if you ever have to unpack your bowels give me a spot it's called omigo i've heard about this in so many different settings oh my god it's so crazy ever since we got our toilet seats we went to a comedy show yes and they talked about kevin nealon did a whole routine about how 
he has an Omigo yes. toilet seat yes. and how it's the best thing ever. And he didn't even know why he was there that night because <laughs> he would rather be. This is a be, true story. Yes. I swear to God, people, it's a true story. He's like, I'd rather just be sitting on the toilet right now. It's temperature controlled. It has a light. It cleans your butt. Yep. Like, it's heaven on earth. Why are we all here when we could be on our toilets right now? And Sarah and I were dying. And he looked at us and he goes, do you have this? And we were like, yes. We both nodded and we could not stop. I, we could not stop. Susie and I were front row right. laughing at this guy. And he, was, he must have been like, either you have one of these or you know. And we were like, yes, we do. <laughs> and now we'll tell you all about it. We got these toilet seats, which are amazing. And so funny. The point great. is that in the rest of the world, when you go number two... Uh, toilet paper ain't cutting it and it is not cleaning your b-hole. So this toilet seat washes you in all the right places. You can adjust the water temperature, the position, the pressure, the width, the movement, everything. It's like you took a shower, Mm. but better. Mm -hmm. On your booty. Yeah. There's a heated seat. I mean, why aren't we doing this? There's a deodorizer. It's self-cleaning. You won't have to waste toilet paper. It's clean. It's safe. It's quick and easy. I mean, if you want a spa experience every time you go to the toilet, then mm. you need Omigo. We do our business on Omega, Omigo, and now you can get 100 bucks off your order when you go to myomigo.com slash brain candy. That's Omigo, O-M-I-G-O. Go to myomigo.com slash brain candy, and you get $100 off. The future seems weird. Let it be weird, Sarah. I'm, I'm all for a future of clean butts. <laughs> Um, now unpack your Disney theory or your dead mom theory. So I think about the kind of people who, like, who do we have to blame for this really? Or like, where are these stories coming from? So there are a few places that these, a lot of fairy tales originate. It's yeah. Like some of them are from old timey, like classic stories, but there's still the, there's an, there's a person who then chooses what story we're going to look at because in some way. Whoever's making the decision of what to put through to production yeah. connects to that story. Yeah. There's something where that resonates with them where they say, yes, this is important or yeah. whatever. So I'm, I feel like there's, it, it would be interesting to look at the upbringings or the family situations of individuals who are put in the position of deciding which uh, project to green light. Where if you looked at the people who are in production and making that decision or whatever. The writers. Yeah. yeah. A lot of them are male. And I even think that uh, the kind of, I don't, I mean, I I don't want to make sweeping judgments here. I I would say just to, sorry, briefly say that the loss of a mother is pretty much the most traumatic thing you can think of for a child. So I'm sure that's the genesis Uh of the sort of drama, right? And creating that tension but for it to last this long yeah. is what's curious to me i think the evil stepmother thing though and like the making the dad a hero there's something in there that's about, interesting like, a little boy wanting to like and now i think about it in modern terms and if if you if that were that same okay here's, here's <laughs> how it she's goes. getting serious here's how it goes. you're a writer yeah. you're working you're for pixar wherever mm-hmm. you're working mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you were raised by a single mom like so many people are. Oh. And what you fantasize about. Yep. And what you miss the most. Yep. Is the idea of a dad who was always there for the you. The father figure. The father that you never had. Your fantasy. Wouldn't it be great? And also maybe 
your mom was struggling and maybe she wasn't the best mom and maybe you're carrying around all this like well and p.s what do you think a lot of religion is jesus yeah the father (gasps) the father figure it really is for a lot of people what you said about women and though that's the same Mm -hmm. it's the same goes for oh it it's dark <laughs> this is all weird but when it's, you unpack it. it's interesting and it's like you don't think about it when you're watching friggin sleepless in seattle but it's there yeah what do you think anyway i think this is why we'll we really need to, to mix things up oh california good on ya just passing a law that says they have to have at least one female board member on all publicly traded uh companies like executives on the board of companies in the Cal- state of California, at, at least, least one, one has to be a female. Well, there's going to be a lot there's, of hires. There's a, a breakdown of how it goes by like 2020. If you have six members, at least three have to be female. Thank you. We are on a good path with that. Like, because they, re- and anybody who says, oh, no, blah, 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 all of the studies, all of the research, all of the companies that came before said when you have a female on the board, your company does better. Wow. And so California was like, yeah, you're right. But that's great news because really it's been about a lot of bad news good lately for, job, for the ladies. Okay, that's yeah, good for so. us at least. <sighs> um, changing the subject, what about the history of ketchup? Please. <laughs> but don't tell Jemmy. <gasps> what is with that? She was on Dr. Drew, not Dr. Drew, the doctors. About her phobia. Yes, she has a Did real she say phobia. The, the, where it became? No, I, I don't think. know. The, okay, I don't, that's not, what I want to yeah. know. Somebody did something with ketchup to her when she like not like, but it probably was like her maybe like her bro- sibling holding her down and she felt like she couldn't escape and they were like, like dripping. Wait, ketchup are you on making her. this up or? I'm totally making this. I'm saying okay. like how somebody like how one of those phobias like once my little brother he said he oh my god poor Luke he hates pickles. Like, hated pickles. I don't know how I was feeling about pickles are now. But he hated pickles growing up. And once we took him for his, like, eighth birthday or something around that age, we took him to uh, this place called Jerry's Deli where instead of putting out, like, a bread basket, they put pickles out on the table. Mm-hmm. He It was his birthday when we went mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. He cried, and we had to leave oh. the restaurant. Oh, boy. Bro- completely broke down. So one, uh, not that much long after that... Uh, we we were watching TV at home one day, and we were up. My brother Jordan and I, the other brother, were upstairs, and the history of pickles came on the Food Network, and we were like, "Oh, this is great!" We tied my little brother to my mom's bed, Sarah, and forced him to watch the history terrible. of pickles. Did he cry again? Of course he did. You're a terrible person. Horrible. I probably am the reason he has a fear of pickles. I was like 12 when I did this, like. I was 14 when I did this. <laughs> I was 37. It was, I have, I don't, I, it wasn't the nicest thing I did. It was terrible, but. Wow. Good to know. If you had a fear of pickles, I could be part of the reason. Tell Great. me about the history of ketchup. I definitely went on a tangent there. No, <laughs> I love the, well, I love ketchup because it's yummy. But I love Heinz ketchup because I'm from Pittsburgh and because it's superior to it all other ketchups. It really is. I mean... Lana gets ups- genuinely upset yeah. if I buy anything else. Yeah, and screw all you hipster restaurants that try to make your own. You suck at it. Yeah. Get the Heinz. Yeah. We won't be mad. Right. We don't want your garbage, like, relishy, yeah. weird yeah. crap. Yeah. Okay. But the organic Heinz is still good, so you can get that. Heinz, organic, yeah. Yeah. and Only simple. Heinz. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm with you. So, his... It's weird. 
it wasn't that interesting, but there are a few things of note. First of all, it started in Asia. What? You know, like how everything Wait. delicious like comes from Asia, and That's then true. like we steal it. Yeah, but like, what are they putting it on? It was just like they the it was a sauce. Yeah, for what? Noodles, ketchup, and Rice? noodles. Come on. What are you saying? Because they don't have French fries, it's like no, oh, it's like impossible. Had, it, it's a like, tomato sauce. I don't know. What, you would invent a sauce if you were like, hey, this this item could really use a little bit of like Curry? acidity and like they. I, I, what what item did in, inspired the invention of ketchup? Tomatoes, lots of them. <laughs> to do, go on what? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. I just know that then the British people were like, yum, mm-hmm. and took it over, and mm-hmm. then they started putting it on their fish and chips or something. Yeah, see, that's an appropriate thing to put it on. And then Heinz was um, created in 1876. That's a long time ago. Oh, let, did you already no, look at I this? No, I didn't. Okay, didn't at all. I'm going to have a guessing Ooh, game. Yeah, I love guessing games. What percentage of American households have a ketchup on hand at any given time? Oh, so much. So much. I was surprised by the number. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. American households. Gosh, I want to say like 92%. That's close. What? 97. Oh, I mean, I was going to guess higher than that, but I was, I was good. I'm not kidding. 96 was my first guess, but I thought it was too high. I know that it's America's is, favorite condiment. I know, but like, I can't believe anyone even plans that well. Because, you know, not, these it's, idiots. It's more like a... What happens is you have a barbecue with people, friends. <laughs> you buy a bo- the big size bottle of ketchup. That I I don't just have one. I have four bottles of ketchup on hand at my house. Well, duh. Th- I know, but like a lot of households, you know, they just don't have that kind of planning and like yeah. But I have put zero space. planning or and I have no. I have neither of those things. I have the <laughs> smallest pantry for the size of my house. I don't know what the hell. It was clearly designed by a man because there's no pantry space at all. I know, None. Good. And I, I have so many bottles. Do you guys know why Sarah's yelling? I don't. Yeah, that's true. I'm just really heated um, about ketchup. But Probably about queen. In Canada, get the... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> She's mad, people. I am. Uh, oh, just in, in In Canada, and we have a lot of Canadian listeners, so you can confirm or deny. Yes. They have a ketchup cake. What? It's a big hit, apparently. Once I don't know anything else. Once jokingly, I, I once I I overheard somebody say as a joke, like, I like ketchup so much I put it on my birthday cake. Did somebody actually I heard follow that through in a with video? That? I think that was in a, like a viral video. Yeah, or I've something. definitely heard that before. They, ha- it must be kind of like carrot cake where it's just moist or something. Ketchup. Well, tomatoes. Because there is a sweetness to tomatoes. I don't know. What's this ketchup cake like? That's all. I saw. I said that's all I know. Because I need them to fill me in. Hey, Canadians, tell us a thing about the ketchup cake. About the ketchup cake. Show us. Tag us in all your pictures. Oh my gosh. Um, And also tag us in the pictures of the clothes you buy on Poshmark because Mm -hmm. my closet is selling out. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Good. You know how I love to get rid of stuff. Yes. 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 I'm just on the buy stuff. Right. Well, I do, I don't have a little bit going too. <laughs> Poshmark is great if you are in the market to sell or buy clothes, accessories, shoes, jewelry, whatever. 
Because you can sell what's in your closet that you don't wear anymore. Kids clothes, hello, husbands, whatever. Oh my God, I sell all my husband's old clothes on that. Or if you're like, I want to buy something, but maybe it's a little pricey. If you buy it new, you can buy it yes. gently used. Yep. You can make an offer, see if somebody wants it. We have closets on there. Sarah's been selling like weird challenge merch. I don't know what I goes sure on have. over there. I don't sure have. I stay out of her zone. Mm-hmm. She her closet is I'm Sarah Rice. My closet is Susie Meister. I put on mostly just clothes, bathing suits. I, I have all the old bras that I'm not wearing anymore because uh-huh. I use third love now. That's funny. Um, and it's so funny like, I have a bra that I just listed on there too. Right, because you don't need it anymore. <laughs> but if you want it, you can buy it yeah. at a discounted price. And if you use our referral code when you sign up, if you download the app or whatever, use I'm Sarah Rice as your referral code, and you'll get five bucks to buy whatever you want in the whole store. So that's pretty awesome. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. You ingrates. <laughs> um, yeah. So Canadians, let us know about that ketchup cake. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Did you know that nudists love uh, Twitter? Hmm. Seems like not the best place for them to uh, display the thing that they're most proud of. You're wrong. What? Twitter is great for that. Why? Because they have no policy about nudity. Twitter doesn't have a nudity? What? Yeah, Instagram does. I didn't know this. Yeah. Wait a sec. Uh Uh-huh. Twitter doesn't have a nudity policy. Nope. There's porn on there. Have you not seen it? Nope, I definitely have not. One time I was scrolling through my feed and there was a woman sticking a, a model airplane into her pee hole. Oh, and not you were her shocked pee. about the guy with the dildo in his butt? <laughs> I was shocked by that, too. I blocked this woman who posted that. I was oh, not into should. it. What the heck is going on? <laughs> Why is that a Wait a minute. Why are you outraged? I'm fall for it. You're not. Tell me why. For the same reason that you got... You had to see a woman do that with a plane that you didn't sign up for. Okay. Here's the thing. If Uh-oh. I want to see porn, I'm going to go look at porn. I don't want porn... I disagree with you. Like, I don't want to stumble, accidentally stumble across something that I can't unsee. All right. I'll take that on board. Okay. Counterpoint yeah. is the free the nipple. You know? Because that bothers me about Instagram. Somebody posted this really cool picture of, I think it was Kate Moss. Yeah. And it looked like she was either pregnant or had been recently pregnant. Yeah. She was, like, curvier than usual because, yeah. you know, how she's so thin. Yeah. And it was about, it was a bathing suit company and they posted the picture and like celebrated her beautiful body and whatever. It was really nice. And then of course somebody reported it. So they had to repost it with just like stars over her nipples. And it's like, that's stupid. And men's nipples are allowed. I know. That I agree with. Okay, so what, how do you differentiate? But I don't want a cock in my face. (laughs) That's like real simple. And I don't want to see any vaginas. That's where we're different. (laughs) Sarah wants to see female nudity. I don't. No, I want to see both. I'm fine with wiener schnitzels. But like, so what? (laughs) Is Twitter 18 and up? Uh, No, I don't think so. So like... So at what age would you It's only who you follow. It's not like it just pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, but... So you want nipples to be anywhere. Yes. And wieners and vaginas to not be. You want below the belt to be restricted. Oh, 
I don't have a, you know. You what? liked Amber Rose's bush. I do. That's true. And you know what? I like ugh. I oh my god. It's this hard. Is really I know. Me, like, no pun intended. Because I that's that is actually an appropriate word because it's like I li- I'll I'll take a picture of a penis but I don't want it hard. Like all of a sudden when it becomes about sex and less, less about the art, it's like the expression. Art is like porn. I can't explain it, but I know it when I see it. Well, that's the su- the Supreme Court yeah. uh, definition was they tried to define pornography. Like how can you? And the, the justice said, I can't define it, but I know it when I see yeah. it. And I think that's true for everyone, but everyone is different right. about what is porn. Totally. But when I see like, oh, I've seen some weird fucking things. And Where I think are you seeing this? People send me stuff. I get tagged in things that I should not be tagged in because I just am who I am. I don't know why. I can't wait, even wait, tell you. Wait, are you saying because of the challenge? Yeah, just because, uh, yeah. I, like, I get That's, tagged in I'm really a whole sorry. bunch of weird stuff. That's where, not right. Like, there was a guy who had who was like a, 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 like a male sex worker who somehow, like, tagged me in a whole bunch of stuff and I had to like actively work to not see a ton of penis for a while Mm -hmm. and I like it felt very invasive it felt like I did not ask for this I did not want that I did not sign up for that I did Mm -hmm. not follow this guy I think that that's a separate problem where people can tag you I hated it there is a setting where you can restrict tagging and stuff but here's the thing if I go to a meetup and I go to like a brain candy book club thing I want those people who well but you can then approve it I think oh so I have to approve them first and like they blur it this is why I fucking hate they blur it in DMs like an and if you choose to look at it, you can. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I, know, I do know that one. But then it's like you choose to look at it, and I feel like I'm playing Russian roulette with dicks. <laughs> I am. You could laugh. <laughs> I would love to play that game. I know. We have very different. Uh... I mean, <sighs> I've never been. Well, okay. I did see, like, Megan Mullally did an Instagram. She's um, mm-hmm. Karen on Will and Grace. She did an Instagram Live. And you know how you can ask to be a part of it? I think somehow some guy got into her live and showed his dick. Yeah, those kind of things. And she was very upset, and and rightly so. That's that's what I'm... That is the part that... The thing that I am advocating for is for people to be able to post whatever they wish on their own pages on their own time. And, like, I just feel like I'm more about, like, less rules in that like i'm a libertarian libertarian in that sense especially about the nipples well i i'm for you with the like i'm totally with you with the Mm -hmm. nipples i'm like let them out and like whether it's breastfeeding or sexual i really don't care i don't i think that we give way you know and i like Spend a lot of time in Europe where, like, that's on yeah, magazines and TV. Fine. Who gives a fuck? I don't care about that at all. Uh, what do you think, though, about nudists in general? Cause, I'm for them. Uh, I think it's great. I think it's not. <laughs> this is okay. Okay. This I, is so backwards. I don't think they should be outlawed or something. I just think it's gross because we have holes in our body, and I don't want to sit on something you've sit, you've been sitting on with your dirty body. With and your, I don't want to see your dirty body. Like in a nudist colony, you know, they sit on a bench, for example, and yeah. their vagina's leaking everywhere. <laughs> and then, that word what if love? I go? 
<laughs> what if I sit on the bench? That's the only reason. I, I bet when you're a nudist, you I don't think do there are workarounds like bring a towel with you. They do not. I think they do. I think really? They do. I do. Well, that's I think that that seems like a lot. Of I work. really do. I think that you know what? I am like and I would I would totally go to a nudist. I would do it. <laughs> it's so weird. I have no problem with the public But that's because it's not sexual according to them. It, right. Same with me. I, it's not sexual. It's not. But you know what? I would go to like, it's the public. It's, it's the thing that I have a problem with is the anybody <laughs> has access to it thing is like, I think when you're a nudist, when you're somebody who's attending those events or going to like a, a, you know, nudist run, whatever it is. A nudist weekend, run? Nudist. Oh. <laughs> uh, an event that was ran for, by, you know, for, like, I mean, nudist run event. Like, not a saying, nudist run, which they might do the at next, those events. Yeah. They might do Tough that. Tough Mudder, nudist yeah, run. right? So, like, you know what you're signing up for. You're, you're, you've agreed to, you have an understanding <laughs> of what it's going to be like. Everybody there is consent. It's consent. I think what all this comes down to is consent. Mm-hmm. I did not consent to seeing a, fucking penis in my it face it shouldn't be on ambush yeah it's okay. amb- that's it Fine. where if i'm a nudist and i'm like i'm around a bunch of people who are like this we're so doing do you this, think then they totally should have cool. to just have private accounts maybe and then if you choose to follow yeah. them that's on you yeah okay yeah. i can agree to that compromise I think that's totally yeah okay that's good great i'm glad we came to that All right <laughs> I, I that makes sense to me because yeah. i see what you're saying that's not fair it's the ambush thing it's the same thing as like i want to know because you have, you never know what somebody's dealing with that day. You never know what, like, what somebody's background is. And maybe, like, the day that I click on that picture and it's somebody's, like, I feel really violated happens to be the anniversary of, like, something else that felt very violating to me that I... There's just too much, like, things. Well, like it that. does become difficult because then you think, okay, well, you, you could do that, but you can't have sex acts. Well, what's a sex act? I mean, that sounds self-explanatory, but yeah, maybe it gets yeah. blurry. Right. So I, I see why there's a problem and why Instagram has been like... like they're erring they, on the side of caution. They're dragging their their heels in yeah. or, or yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. Like where they're like, we're not changing, yeah. they're, even though it's stupid. Right. That's and their so, hill. That's that their petty hill that they yeah. are dying yes, on. Yeah. You are so right. Circle. Yeah, you're so right about that. Um... I read a great interview, or no, it wasn't even, it was not an interview, it was like a um, hilarious article in The Cut about the show Ink Master. Oh, yeah. And the- Tattoo show. Yeah, it was about how for a period of time, maybe still, they were sponsored by Taco Bell. No. (laughs) And so, what's that, Dave Navarro? Yeah. He would have to be like, all serious- (laughs) And you would have to be like, Taco Bell believes in living moss. And you all here clearly believe in living moss. And then you would have to be like, let's show how we're going to live moss. Oh, my God. Like he That's kept great. using the phrase in different ways. And I just, the title of the article was like, I think about Ink Master's living moss. <laughs> and then like in the article, she said, I must have been living Manos. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, this is a great writer and it's hilarious. Oh, for 
house from his living man. <laughs> and second of all, it talked. It kind of like hilariously talked about how these weird product placements. It's so weird now. Are awkward. And I was thinking about our experience, like when we rolled. it. Were you there when I rolled down a hill? Were you there? In yes, a tire? Of yeah. Course. I, I never in, know which I season. I was in another in a for tire with you. Freaking T-Mobile sidekick. And you got out of that tire, and that is exactly what you said. You said, this is, I can't believe that I just. Like, basically sacrificed yes, my body. You, that was the word that I was going <laughs> to say. Because I remember that is exactly what you said. I can't believe I sacrificed my body for a T-Mobile sidekick. Cause I because could have I been had paralyzed. Been seen by the, the doctor, remember I had like a my head was I couldn't see straight afterwards because I had hit my head a few times and like I was having trouble like walking in a straight line because I was like concussed from because it bounced. Concussed. It was a bounce and like every time it bounced, oh, it, was it came down on my back. And if it bounced right when your neck was yes. at the bottom, uh, yeah, that's probably why I have back problems every six months. And yeah, dude, why I need my head checked? Oh my god. Show. Well, it is not safe. No! But that article's hilarious. Oh. And it is for a T-Bumble sidekick, which, by the way, I used to call Adam constantly because we were then dating in Thailand, and they cut me off, even though I had a year of free service. No. Yeah. They, Buna Murray called me. Oh, my God. Fuck and everybody. Was, get the bill, because I saw the bill. $10,000. <laughs> Good on you, Susie. And they were like, um, it's just for domestic. And I'm like, no, it is no, it not. Isn't. There were no stipulations. Nobody said there were no, there's no the legal information at the end of that. No, 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 there is not. And they were like, yeah, no, it's for domestic. And I'm like, really? Cause Evan has one right now and he's in South America and he's using okay. it. Cause I okay. just text him and they were like, yeah, I don't know about Evan, but, um, yours is shut off and we'll only do domestic. I hate them. And there's I'm no so recourse. There's nothing, nothing I could have do. done. No, there's nothing. And I, I, now I would have demanded paperwork. I would have yes. gotten a lawyer. Yeah. Because what do I care? Right. And it's 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 on principle, and they'll back down. They'll give you what you want. But it day. is hilarious to me. Dude, live that's, in Moss. You lived Moss there. <laughs> and I will never live Minos. No, never. That should be our new slogan. I mean, it's actually, never mind. Somebody already owns that. We should make one that says "Living Manos." Yeah, Live Manos. That's so good. It's got like the home edits, low bar lifestyle. <laughs> I was supposed to be Living Manos. I'm all for that, man. That art, that is that writer. It's good times. I, 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 I'm I gonna tip put that my hat. Yeah. I tip of my hat to her. It right? wasn't her, right? Yeah. yeah and I looked her sense. up, and I'm like, I like her. Tip of the hat. And I love that she had to, because I know how the this works yeah. with freelance writers, where you have to pitch the article, <laughs> and you have to be like, here's what I want to say. And usually, it's really hard to get it published, you know? Oh, that's so great. And someone was like, yep, I want you to write that piece. <laughs> <laughs> Any oh, hoodles, I think that's, that's all for now, unless you want to add anything. Oh, that was good. I feel good about that episode. It was so really funny. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. Bye. We all join a news colony. <laughs> but don't show her a hard dick. Don't.